Hey, Hung Up family. I am in my car right now, <laughs> so don't mind all the extra noises you might hear. On my way to tennis, and this just hit me to share with you, so I just wanted to share it. Because uh, it's something that's like impacted my life in a very negative way. Uh, something I've been dealing with this past year, and again like I said I just wanted to share this with you all because it could happen to you or someone that you know so the beginning of last year so this was January of 2019 I got a letter from the Social Security Administration and the letter said that I owed them $13,000 that I had been overpaid in Social Security benefits. They had made several attempts to collect the debt and because I did not respond or cooperate that they were moving forward with garnishing my wages by contacting my employer with a garnishment order and this was kind of like a, a, a warning letter and so immediately I called my father because I know that growing up he received Social Security because he is disabled he does not work so when you are considered disabled by a physician you can collect disability benefits from Social Security from the government basically um, because you got to live you got to pay your bills um, and you know in in a situation like with my dad and like a lot of people you have children so they also get benefits because you are their caregiver right so it makes sense so I, you know, I have to admit I was upset <laughs> um, when I contacted my dad because I'm like, yo, I mean, I just knew immediately. I'm like, what did you get me into? What, like, what is this? I, I know I have nothing to do with this. I have never received Social Security benefits because I have never been disabled. Never. Um, I've always worked to this day. I work, God willing, and, I, and I'm thankful for that. But like I said, I know my dad received them when I was a kid, and he still does to this day. So I reached out to him and basically told him, you need to handle this. You know and I know that I don't have anything to do with this. So you need to go down to the Social Security office, go go down to the, to the, to the office and, and talk to the people and make this go away because I don't have anything to do with this. And on top of that, they're threatening to take my money. Like, come on, Dad. I expected him to do that. He did not. So, several weeks later, like in March, actually, um, I got a letter sent to me, um, and and it was sent to my employer. It was the garnishment order, 
and they were telling my they basically ordered my employer to begin wage garnishment immediately and so they set like a it's like a formula that they so they 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 tell your employer this is the formula as far as like the percentage but but your employer actually does the the, the math and they decide the amount right ba based on the formula like they're deciding the amount based on the formula so they're not just coming up with anything so when that happened i started calling social security right away i took matters into my own hand i you know was upset with my father but i had a job other responsibilities and life was happening for me and this was just saying that this was an inconvenience is an understatement but I had to deal with it so I contacted Social Security right away and the funny thing is like they the government will take your money but then refuse you information <laughs> like I I had to fight to really find out what was going on whenever I called Social Security it was nothing but attitude bad attitude I had been hung up on they would la like chuckle they wouldn't laugh at me but they would chuckle so very like condescending um, they were rude and this this was the office at 42nd and Market Street here here in Philadelphia very rude very unprofessional and you know it really forces you because what they don't they don't want to talk to people so they, they do it intentionally so it forces you to go up there which is who <laughs> it really reminds me of the DMV or you know depending on what you call it or you know depending on where you live but it's where you go to renew your license, <laughs> take the test, <laughs> like hell, right? Like who who wants to go there? You take you pick a number, and you're you're sitting in an endless pit of people, just hoping that your number comes sooner than later. So I'm gonna give y'all the watered down version because this went on for a year. This 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 actually just ended. A few months ago um, I ended up going through three appeals the first two were denied where Social Security you know found me at fault even though I was a child so the, the so it was an overpayment my father received that money that they said that I owed them that $13,000 my dad received that money in my name they have been con now this happened back in 96 okay I was 11 11 and he received he the, he got the overpayment in my name and here we are in 2020 where they they're holding me responsible for it well in 2019 holding me responsible for it so this happened in 96 and 
ever since the overpayment, you know, they have been contacting my father via letter, and I and they and I have and I have the letters. So, several letters were sent to my father saying like oops we made a mistake we gave you all this money that we shouldn't have in eric's name you need to fix this before it gets worse he ignored him all the way from back in the in the, in, in the late 90s so that's why this january of 2019 i got that letter saying that they had made several attempts to collect the debt because they did they did make several attempts to collect the debt, but it was through my father and not through me. So to them, you know, they had exhausted every every method of communication. And they were fed up at that point because they started this back in, the, like I said, the late 90s. So when they started the garnishment against me, they weren't really, it was kind of to them they were kind of shocked that I was putting in appeals wild right I guess they, they I mean they assumed that my father was communicating all this to me and he was not you know which is the sad part I've been home several times several times look through dad's mail he's asked me to look through things I've paid bills. <laughs> I've done a lot. And that's not what I want to do. That's not, that's not what this moment is about, is <laughs> going down the, the laundry list. But it's, I'm just saying that to say that I was just really disappointed that, you know, through all of that, he hadn't reached out to me to let me know about this. So they started the garnishment in March. $600 a month. Mm-hmm. Six. T uh, to be exact, it was $638. I get paid monthly, so they, they garnished it every month, one time. And, um... It really turned my life upside down. I, I don't know about you, but I... My budget is pretty tight, the way I live. I mean, most of us... <laughs> a lot of us live... You know, that way, you know, we, we, we pretty much utilize all of our income. Not always a lot left for savings and things. I'm one of those people. So that extra 600 and some dollars a month, I definitely wasn't planning for that. And that, that happened over the course of a year while I was appealing, showing up at the Social Security office, calling my father, not getting nowhere with him calling social security not getting anywhere with them at one point one of the caseworkers that was that i was working with she just left and i and it was several weeks of me calling her and not getting a response and then i finally found out that she wasn't working there no more and social security had completely dropped the ball on my case meanwhile y'all taking my money it was a nightmare no lawyer wanted to get near this. No lawyer. Joseph Derritus was the only lawyer that I made contact with. He made promises uh, to, to help me. Asked me to send in a copy of all my paperwork. 
in a letter explaining what had happened, a timeline. I did all of that. Sent it in. He ghosted me. Stopped returning my phone calls. I reached out to, to a few frat brothers. I got some guidance. Some guidance. Not a lot. Some that was helpful at the end of the day. Because I really had to represent myself in this matter the whole way through. And it wasn't until recently when I got Congressman Dwight Evans' office involved. I reached out to my local congressman and said, I need help. <laughs> Social Security is stealing my money. And, and, and they made it happen. They reached out to Social Security and put the pressure on them. Because I was getting nowhere. I mean, no one in that office at 47th and Market, or no, 42nd and Market, the Social Security here in Philly, none of them had any type of empathy for me. None of them. I mean, it was clear as day Stevie Wonder could see at night without a flashlight that this was not my fault. And that I had nothing to do with this. And they were all assholes. I had this one manager, what was her name, uh, that she was working on my case, Miss, uh, damn it, <laughs> I can't, her name escapes me, but she uh, blew smoke up my ass when I met with her one day at the Social Security office. She promised to help me. That she was going to settle this, get get it taken care of, get the garnishment stopped. Asked me to follow up with her in two weeks. I called her in two weeks. She wouldn't answer the phone. So I kept calling. And then she finally called me back with an attitude and left me a message. I, I, actually, I'll play the message. Mr. Cole, this is Ms. Reyes returning your phone call. I understand you called yesterday and you called twice today in reference to your waiver um, paperwork. I am working on it. As soon as I get everything scanned, processed, then um, basically you have to wait for the payment center to do their part. I don't understand why is it that you keep calling because um, we have everything we need and I just have to do some more inputs in reference to this waiver. My number here 877-445-04. But you know, come to find out Social Security can do it. They really can. Like if you, if your parent owes the government money, um, depending on, so in this, in this particular instance, my parent received a benefit for me on my behalf. Social Security fully acknowledged that I was, you know, they, they acknowledged the fact that I was a kid when it happened, but to, to the government, it's, they don't look at it like my dad got the money. They look at it as I got the money. And so I had to fight this. Now, this man is living and breathing down in Maryland, still, like I said, still getting benefits to this day. How are y'all paying out benefits to somebody that you claim frauded y'all out of all this money? That I mean, it the the situation got so severe to the to the to the point where you had to start garnishing my wages, but you're still paying him benefits. 
None of it made any sense. And it wasn't until the meeting I had with Social Security um, toward the end of last year in December that the guy made it very clear to me that was working there. He said, Mr. Cole, the only reason why they're doing this is because they can, because they want to. You got the money. You're working. They're never going to collect this money from your father, obviously, because he does not work. Y'all are paying him disability. So they were throwing shit in the wind, I guess. They really felt like, oh, he he got the money. We can get it from him. And I guess they also thought I was going to be boo-boo the fool and not fight this. Because they stopped the garnishment. I had to fight that. That was hell in and of itself. And then I had to fight to get my money back. Okay, so... Because what ended up happening was they found me at the end of the day, um, March of this year, they they finally sent me a letter saying, okay, you were not the cause of this. You were not the, you are not the person that we should be going after. You don't owe us this money. My bad. Okay, can y'all send me my money back then? That, that was a fight. That was a separate struggle because, again, they, they, they probably thought or wanted to believe that I wouldn't fight for that. That I wouldn't have enough self-respect to go after my hard-earned money that you just took from me. While this, like I said, this man is living and breathing down in Maryland, still collecting benefits. So it was hell of a, a hell of a road, but I, I used my resources. And so I implore you to to use your resources. Our Congress people are, are they're really there to help with anything a citizen needs help with. It don't, a bus pass. If you're trying to order your bus pass, if you need help fighting against a government agency like me, <laughs> Because they're there to assist, especially in situations like that, because a person can't really fight against the government. You are nothing to them, which is why I was treated the way that I was treated. You really need someone with a little bit more clout. A little bit, a little, a little bit more say so. This is Kenny Avenue, okay. Sorry, y'all. Never been here. This is a new court. Um, oh, wait. Yes, I have. I've been here. <laughs> I, I have been here. It's just been, it's just been a minute. I am excited, though. I, I love being on the tennis court. It truly is... Um, it feels like home for me, you know? I've been playing since I was a kid. That's another episode, though. <laughs> but I'm here now. I appreciate y'all for listening. It was it, it was helpful for me to get that off my chest and, and share that with y'all. All right. Stay blessed, y'all.